everyone come tune in it's Des Cooper and he stand on a couch critiquing they're the couch critics hello everyone and welcome to couch critics uh, I am one of your hosts Easton Moore and I'm Thess Kazak I'm Cooper Hassel. And today we're going to do uh, a hereditary episode. We've actually uh, already recorded this once and uh, one of our audio did not go through. So we're going to do this one again. So um, hereditary was one of uh, my favorite movies of 2018. I think along with uh, some of my other hosts here. So uh, we're just going to take a couple minutes to talk about it. And uh, we're going to start with some spoiler uh, free stuff. So, Thus, what did you uh, what did you think about Hereditary without getting into spoilers yet? So this is the second. It was the second time I watched it uh, a couple weeks ago, and I still think it's a pretty good uh, horror movie. Has really good atmosphere. Uh, the cinematography is fantastic. I think um, Tony Coletti does a fantastic job at acting. One of the best performances I think I've seen uh, from an actress. And it's just an overall, uh, atm- really well at- acted and atmospheric horror movie. That's what I would say without going to spoilers. Cooper, what says you? I thought it was pretty good. Was that it? Uh, Is that it? Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. It was, it was all right. Pretty good. Uh, yeah. That actress did an amazing job. And Matt Wolf. It was really sad. Yeah, and Matt Wolf's brother, Alex Wolf. Oh, Matt Wolf is in the better movie, Death Note, right? Death Note, yeah. <laughs> Go see Death Go Note. Go see Death Note. The better horror Netflix. movie. Nah, it's now. Rent out your local theater. They're good. And screen Death Note. It could cost any amount of money nowadays with a. Yeah. yeah six bucks. So. At a theater. Yeah. Yeah. AMC theaters. AMC theaters right? are the most... Yeah, probably would be the best for a Death Note screening. Since the best bang for your yeah. buck. Uh, they are closed down uh, right now, though. Yeah, so but if you give them, like, you might have 10 to hold bucks, off on you, that. Could, yeah, you could probably, like, say, sure, we'll let you screen this movie. <laughs> yeah, we'll exactly. screen Death Note our friends. at this theater for 10 bucks. Yeah. So in short, I liked it. But not better than Death Note. No, nothing is. Okay. Okay. Well, I'd say I'm I'm on the border there, but I'm gonna have to give the edge to Hereditary here. Um, I know I'm the minority on uh, the Hereditary versus Death Note horror movie fans, but uh, yeah, I agree with uh, with us here that Tony Colletti did a fantastic job. She really just. was the main uh, main character, and she really just brought the whole entire story with her. Um, and I've actually seen a couple movies since uh, my second viewing, of the, or third viewing, uh, that I watched a couple weeks ago of Hereditary. I've seen her in a couple of other movies, and um, she's always good, but this is definitely her best performance. And I think this movie definitely needed a fantastic performance to make it as good as it was, so... Um, if anything, you can go in just uh, expecting a fantastic uh, acting performance by her. 
And then I think it's a really good family drama that turns south about halfway through or maybe 45, 50 minutes in. Um, so it's a little bit different than most horror genre movies, which I kind of like it when the horror genre stretches its, um, you know, its wings. Yeah, exactly. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, that tag team. Because sometimes you watch horror movies back to back and you just feel like you're getting the same thing over and over again. So I like that this was just a different pace. Um, and I think uh, Ari. Aster. Yeah, Ari Aster uh, just does a great job. He's only done, I think, two full film, uh, full length films, and both of them has have been differently paced than a lot of other horror movies. And I and I like the way that he paces. I mean, he lets you kind of sit into the characters and uh, really get an emotional tie to the characters before um, kind of the creepy atmosphere kind of kicks in, and and then it turns south to to more of a horror. So uh, really solid by everyone here. I thought Alex Wolf did a good job as well. Um, so it, the last thing I would say, kind of spoiler free, is uh, the sound does a really good job of bringing you into it. Um, he always has a good cinematography uh, or cinematographer, but the sound in this movie uh, really enwraps you in the in each scene. So um, just really solid, but definitely a really slow burner. So if you can't handle an hour and a half of just kind of sitting on kind of a creepy, slow burn kind of movie, then it may not be for you, but for... If you're a horror movie fan, this is uh, uh, definitely a good watch. Or maybe if you're even just a drama fan that uh, can handle a little horror aspect. Yeah. Uh, kind of going to your point, Easton, how you said that um, it needed a good actress to like make this movie as good as it is. Could you mention like, Roseanne Barr was like the main actress? <laughs> Doped out a bit. Yes. I know. That, been, that probably would have made it or even better, to be honest. People. Okay, now you mm. kind of lost me. That's what I'm talking about. You, got, you reeled you got me right Cooper back in. in there. You reeled me right back in. Cooper was on the fence with this movie. Now he's in for it. <laughs> so you think if uh, Roseanne Barr was one of the naked ladies in the back, maybe it would beat uh, Death Death Note? No. no. No? Dang. Death Note's great, man. All right, all right. I'll take your... Have you watched it? I still think this one wins. No, oh, no, I, how, I can't. How how do you know it's worse? It's kind of pretentious of you to just assume it's worse, Easton. Assume? Yeah, I guess you're right. I will you watch it eventually, but... Uh, Makes a butt out of you and me. Well, okay. Jesus. I expect an apology. Okay, Grandma. All right, well... Uh, good episode, guys. What <laughs> about wraps it up? <laughs> Got a 1930s joke in, and and time to wrap it up. Censored 1930s joke. Yeah, you, you know how I roll. Okay, well, before we get into spoilers, I guess does anybody have anything they really want to add? Um, to it before we kind of talk about some of the major events in the movie that uh, kind of turned the tide in it. My main point that I made last time we recorded before that was unfortunately lost forever was that I liked how it was shot and I wish more horror movies would take on this type of artistic direction, I guess. For sure, yeah. But keep conventional horror plot. Yeah, it would it would be 
like a slasher yeah, movie I mean, in this style. Yeah, I, I do feel like a lot of horror movies think that they're like slasher movies, like the old Halloweens or uh, Halloween's a bad example because I think that one was actually shot pretty well. But maybe like the Chucky's or I don't know the other slasher chainsaw massacres, if they were uh, put a little bit more time and effort, like Ari Aster did it could really bring those movies to the next level instead of just being a, just a normal slasher, especially if they, when they're bringing all these movies back, I mean, Chucky's back and I'm sure yeah, the new, a lot of these movies are coming the back new to Halloween theaters. Was sick. It's almost as good as death. Metal. <laughs> wasn't a big fan of the new Halloween, but I, it was okay. Teach his own. Uh, real fast talk is yeah. okay. Yeah. I, I think that's the kind of the consensus. I would say that it's probably better than a lot of the other, you know, it, what is it? H2O and three or whatever. Those all awesome. those other spinoffs were. Yeah. <laughs> is it better than they water? were. They were Did terrible. It's yeah. Than water? <laughs> no, there's a, it's Halloween. It's called Halloween H20. H20. Cause it's the, the 20th anniversary. <laughs> hey, you know, that movie the was better than H2O. Like it gives us life. <laughs> <laughs> this gives me life you now. It, you heard it here first, Couch, Couch Nation. Stop drinking water. Start watching Halloween 2018 remake. Which one did you like more, Cooper? The Rob Zombie one or the newest one? The newest one. Isn't that like the Rob Zombie one like really bad? Yeah. It's awful. Unlike his music. Yeah, and like his music. Actually, Halloween 2 by Rob Zombie is one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. Unlike Death Note. Unlike Death Note. But anyway, moving on. Uh, my favorite thing about Death Note is probably the acting. <laughs> yeah. So you're saying that uh, great. Alex Wolf's brother does a fantastic job. Yeah. Best Wolf brother performance in a horror movie. All right, now that we've got that joke out of the way, let's move into spoiler territory. We need to to wait a little bit for the audience to laugh. (laughs) Uh, Thus, I haven't found out a way to add in audience laughs yet, so that's kind of awkward. We'll just sit here in silence for 10 seconds, because that should be the appropriate amount of time for Cooper's joke. (laughs) Who is laughing? I just did the math. For (laughs) For everyone to get done laughing. It's average of 10 seconds. Okay, they should be good by now. You seen what you think? Spoilers, right. spoiler well, horn. No, we're we're no we're no 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 no. Before we get into spoilers, <laughs> no. we're we, excited for spoilers. we gotta say if this movie's worth a buy or a rent or a buying off of some player. random guy in the street or is this, is yeah, this a rating system again. now? Yeah, I feel no, like it changes the before every week. The spoilers. This is the like before we've the spoilers. This every week. No, no, no. We've done we've done this every time. I'm pretty sure we've done so, see in theaters versus watch on TV or something. Watch on like TNT. Yeah. Like it. <laughs> yeah. Watch, this is the watch same on thing. TNT I just or watch on from somebody off the street. Watch it at your buddy's house while other people socialize. <laughs> I did that with The Witch over Halloween, and that was like terrible for that movie. That's the worst idea. It could be like that. It's like this really like slow and also really artsy slow horror movie. Cooper, you'd probably like it as well. Um, it's hard to understand. 
It's hard to understand what yeah, they're they saying speak, anyways. Like, 16th century English, like actual 16th century, like ye and thee and thou. Yeah. And it's just like slow. King yeah. James shit. Yeah. And yeah, you would like it. <laughs> You're listening to it at a party. Well, we were having like a we were having a Halloween uh get together and it was like me and my philosophy buddies and everyone kind of like talking. I was playing a house guest as well or house entertainer like they were at my apartment. And yeah, it was just like I can tell the movie was good. I just didn't wasn't paying. It's like a movie got to be like in four. So, I need to watch it again. Do you watch, yeah, it again? watch it again? I need to. So, so uh, that's the same director as I Blind Spot, yeah, right? Yeah, I'm surprised you haven't watched I it again. Know. Then I'm a I'm a jerk. So I think I would no, watch okay. this over. Uh, I think I would with subtitles yeah. on at Applebee's with like my family. <laughs> <laughs> that's the rating system. But only if they have the uh, the bottomless uh, Long yeah. Island iced wings. Tea. No, they actually always run that now. They always have a dollar drink. Let's go, Applebee's. Spon- Cooper Trust leave. me, I know. <laughs> Cooper's not here anymore. Easton, you. Oh, you told him about the drink. You guys oh, hear okay. me like running away? <laughs> no, there's a quarantine. You can't go to Applebee's right now, Cooper. Cooper will die at Applebee's. <laughs> Can you make that the like the two second snippet right before the episode starts? <laughs> well, there's a quarantine. You can't go to Applebee's, Cooper. <laughs> you got it, Cooper. No, um, so this is on Amazon Prime. Actually, this is real Thess now. Uh, this is on Amazon Prime, and they have it on the 4K. And I say you should definitely watch it on that if you have the ability to. So. Because it can't be shown in theaters anymore because it's out, not because yeah. like it's illegal or anything. Yeah. Technically, no movie can be shown in theaters right now, actually. Except for Death Note. No, there's still theaters open. <laughs> <laughs> there are theaters open. They just don't care about your well-being. But AMC does because they are a good company. Let's go AMC and Applebee's. And Applebee's. <laughs> I don't endorse Applebee's, but I endorse AMC. They're all, they're all, uh, Cooper, we're trying to get sponsors here. We're just saying everyone's good so we can get sponsors. Dude, I would never sell out that hard. Cooper actually has like a moral, yeah, you have to be sponsored by something Cooper I believe has like in. like a moral, uh, fight against Applebee's. He's like morally against it. Yeah. I've been in this fight. Right, well, when we, get, was when we get the Applebee's, uh, sponsor, we'll just split it, uh, uh, half and half between this and I. It's the quote from Rogue One. I've been in this fight since I was five years old or something. That's my second favorite movie. <laughs> After Death After Death Note. Death Note, uh-huh. Rogue One, Simpsons movie, Wedding Crashers. Basketball. Death Whoa, Note. What? Hold, hold Basketball. on here. These are some meme lists, and you just put the Simpsons movie on there. I am for real hurt. Yeah, so... <laughs> so what you guys think of Hereditary? Uh, spoilers. No, Cooper, you're supposed to tell us... Would you Would you buy the movie? Would you rent oh the movie? Oh my god, I would request it at Global. <laughs> And watch it on their with screen with subtitles. 
That's my rating. <laughs> I changed my gotcha. rating to that. All right. Well, <laughs> I got to focus on the wings. <laughs> Okay, well, I say just buy the movie, but uh, these guys have some good, <laughs> some good ways of acquiring the movie. So maybe you should go their route. I seem more uh, more fun, and since you can't go out and buy a movie right now, maybe uh, doing what they're doing is the way. Movies to- like like I Robot, like I Am Legend, are shown at like on like TNT. You know, isn't that crazy? Wait, yeah, this is probably shown on like Hallmark, you right? <laughs> you wouldn't get it. It's, it's a Joker quote. Uh huh. Yeah, I, I gotcha. got you. Ethan wouldn't get it. Yeah. All right. Spoilers. Okay, on. Spoilers. <laughs> spoiler siren. Quote. Uh, spoiler. No, it's, new, it's different now. We do a Joker quote to say there's spoiler territory. That's not true. Wah. There's going to be a spoiler siren. <laughs> it sounds a little like that one. That's two. That's two. And a little like spoiler that Spoiler foghorns. You've been warned. You've had your warning. Spoiler. Yeah. Spoil so if them. you haven't seen the movie spoil yet. Spoil them right now. It's all a cult. She gets her head it's cut off. They're all it's naked. gruesome. <laughs> Wait. What? The little girl. I didn't see that part. Gets her head cut off. Oh. He went to the bathroom during that part. All three <laughs> times he watched it. His bowels are just on it. His clock. <laughs> His internal clock set to hereditary. No wonder this. No wonder the the son was so mad. <laughs> this makes so much more sense. I just heard a mom screaming, and then he was just sad, and everyone was mad at him. I didn't know why. Damn it. Irritable bowel syndrome. Hey, man, I have like three or four friends that have that, so please don't joke about that. And I'm a maybe, so. You say you're American? I always (laughs) know that. I said I'm a maybe. Oh, okay. I'm American, so I'm sensitive to bowel movements. Okay. Yeah, spoiler spoiler, uh, territory. You really have your work uh, cut out for you editing this episode. <laughs> no, dude, we don't edit nothing. I just, I just put it in. I don't Me cut anything out. <laughs> Wait like twelve seconds. Hold on. We need to get the audience to laugh. <laughs> She said another timer. It's internal, man. <laughs> All right, spoilers. Easton, what what do you what do you honestly think? Now that the plebs are gone. <laughs> now that the plebs are gone, um, I loved how the movie uh. Put little little hints throughout the movie, um, just small little things. Like if if you've seen the whole movie and you go back and watch it, you can really see um, 
the connections from the beginning of the movie to the end of the movie. And I think that's something that uh, Ari Aster does a great job when he's writing the film. Um, Cause he's, I, as far as I know, he's a sole writer and director of the movie. So I think he just did a, a fantastic job of from start to finish um, really connecting everything. Um, and as far as I remember through my watches, I don't really remember too many plot holes or um, anything like that. And, um, he connects the whole movie, but still doesn't make it straight out predictable. I mean, there are things that you can, I guess last time we talked, that said that he, uh, kind of predicted some of the deaths in there. And, uh, I didn't do that my first time, but, uh, I can definitely see how people would make those connections because he does a great job of putting these little hints throughout it, um, that show that this is, I mean, their whole entire line of, family is a part of this you know demon cult um and then of course the last uh 20 minutes is just fantastic uh one of uh, a big theme of some of my favorite movies of all time are the the last 20 to 25 minutes really just take it to the next level um, like this parasite and once upon a time in hollywood and, and joker and wizard of oz um Stuff like that. El Camino. Uh, El Camino. I was gonna say. <laughs> I was gonna say the okay, Wayne movie, but that, that works too. <laughs> El Camino's the best movie twenty nineteen ass. Sure. <laughs> I don't know what that is. It's a Breaking but, okay. Bad movie. Uh, you wouldn't oh. get it. <laughs> I actually haven't even seen Breaking Bad. Well, what so. are we doing? Yeah, you're missing out. Yeah, it's a great show. That is incredible. Oh, Camino's okay. Cooper, what are you? Uh, what episode do you want on Better Call Saul? By the way, on season three, episode nine. Dang, you're a, you're a whole season ahead of me, dude. I've been going ham. I love that show. Yeah, that's great. Sorry, so we interrupted you. So, what did you think of? Are we, were you done? Hereditary. That was, that was rude of me to say. Yeah, pretty okay. much. Just saying that uh, the last twenty minutes or twenty five minutes between. Uh, just with everyone kind of getting demon, uh, possessed or the family kind of getting possessed because uh, the mom led this other woman into their lives and uh, contacted this devil. I mean, I thought it was a, a great way. I mean, not a fun way of wrapping it up, obviously, but um, <laughs> for the movie was really well done and was really, really, really good and uh, was yeah, not fun to watch, but uh, was what well done and and felt like the whole entire movie led up to that, and I did it didn't disappoint. So, um, and I just love how he throws little things in the background during all of that with the with all the naked people, and uh, I mean, I just thought it was a really creepy way of adding to the like horror of it all. Uh, I like the aesthetic that it gave because it just made everything more creepy it's like the aesthetic of the old naked people <laughs> yeah 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 so did i'm not saying they were attractive or i like them it's all the naked people <laughs> i'm just kidding specifically the headless naked people mm. mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> So yeah, I, I just thought that whole entire part wrapped it up perfectly. 
Um, I just love the way that Ari Aster thinks when it comes to horror genre and um, between this journal that uh, she thought was the bridge between this deep demon world and their world and killing her own husband because of it. And I mean, all of that was just so graphic and uh, I wouldn't say scary, but definitely put you on the edge of your seat for the, the first time you were watching it. So really like how we wrapped up the end of this mm. movie. Yeah. <clears throat> Trooper, do you have any thoughts about the spoiler, the spoiler territory? Uh, not really. Uh, like I said, I liked how this movie was like an artsy horror movie. Uh, and it was like really well made. I didn't love it because it was really depressing to me. It wasn't. I was just ready for it to be over, I guess. <laughs> but I commend it for all that it did. Beautiful. Uh, for me, thirty-second break here for the audience to weep. Yeah, write write that soliloquy down. Put on your tombstone. Yeah. Put that on my tombstone. Your tombstone pizza. Pizza. I had one of those today for yeah, lunch. Yeah, what, what kind? The cheese. Ooh. Yeah, classic. What'd you think? Oh, um. For me, uh, Hereditary, I think, does a lot of things right, but it's a very polarizing film for me. Um, I know a lot of people appreciate the, uh, I think, the supernatural aspect, but I personally um, don't enjoy that aspect of the film, per se. Uh, I thought it worked better as like a family drama, and I think it kind of goes back. It's always like it was too smart for its own good. Uh, they didn't know how to end it without going back to, I think... Um, uh, horror genre cliche lulls that a lot of other movies do uh, certainly worse than this one but I thought that it could still have the hereditary uh, um, the hereditary um, what was the word I'm looking for sorry um, idea and like theme without going into a supernatural understanding of uh hereditary diseases and things like that and plagues that happen from generation to generation in the family. So uh, I know a lot of people like that. But well, it wasn't a disease. doesn't work for me. So it's like a kind of a polarizing uh, movie, but I still respect that Ari Aster doubled down on that. And a lot of the, uh, I can commemorate for a lot of like the, the atmosphere it has a perfect atmosphere. Uh, the mood sound effects, everything is just fantastic. So that's what I would say about it. I would almost kind of say the other way around that I, I feel like Ari Aster was it, the core of the movie was supposed to be supernatural and he just does so good with the family drama aspect that it makes you, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but you know, for you, it makes you not like the uh, supernatural bit of it as much because he does such a good job with making the family drama so enticing. Yeah. Do you, I mean, do you, is that what you think, or do you think I, it just does a like it just should be a family drama? I think the, it almost works better as a um, as a really eerie and maybe sad, uh, uh, family drama instead of a maybe like a horror movie. It almost like it could have gone. It could have been like I think really good as both ways, but I think it almost tries to 
be two of those things excellently, if that makes sense. So it can't like be fully one, at least in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm, I'd agree with that. Yeah. But I still, I, I mean, it does feel like the first hour and a half is a fantastic family drama. And then it's 30 minutes of a full on thriller slash horror. So, I mean, yeah, I, I can agree with what you're saying that it can't really be both because you're splitting the movie in, in two different genres. Yeah. Um, also really, but I do like, and you, you kind of alluded this in your point that a lot of the things don't make sense or like, they're like weird things that you kind of just like, Oh, that's kind of creepy, but they serve like, a they serve a purpose towards the end. So when you look back on the movie, like, Oh, that's why they're doing X, Y, Z, or that's why like, for instance, the example of like Charlie cutting off the heads of uh of birds, you're like, okay, that's just weird and creepy. Yeah, that's just like, oh, because the the demon that she's born of, want, like severe's heads, and and things like that. And that's like yeah. one of his, I guess, things that 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 one of his demon things, you know. Yeah, and just the the small little things that they throw in there, like the grandma not being able to talk to or be around uh, Alex Wolf's character, mm-hmm. uh, Peter. And then um, how she was uh, brought back into their lives when the daughter was born. And uh, I mean, it's just a small little picture, but it shows that she was like breastfeeding the daughter and so, and it was just a small little picture that happened for like, you know, five seconds or whatever that shown or showed. And then uh, I think as far as what I read and everything, that's supposed to be symbolizing that that's how the demon got put in her. And that's why she was so weird and cutting off heads of the demon and, and all of that. Mm-hmm. So um, just small little stuff like that, that they put in there that you wouldn't really think about. You just think, oh, that's weird. That's creepy. Like a picture of a, old lady um, showing her breast while the mom is breastfeeding. That was supposed to symbolize that they were both breastfeeding the daughter. And that's really weird. And and you don't really think about it much, but then when you um, see the end and, and they talk about how it needs a son and um, how the whole entire family has been affected by it, it's, I think it's all really well wrapped up together. Definitely. So, Cooper, what are you doing over there? Are you knitting? Yeah. Hell yeah. Are you, what? are you playing Animal Crossing? No, I don't have Animal Crossing. Dude, I've been grinding that. Uh, that dude, come on, club. Boom. Did you say Animal Crossing sucks? No. Hey, never mind. The viewers will get Did it. Did you say club? No. It's a bonus for you guys when you listen to the episode on Spotify and Apple Music and any local... Podcast, much like David Schwimmer Platform. in all of his movies and TV shows, I don't I don't listen to my uh, podcast. He doesn't watch any of his movies or TV shows, so I I, I follow that that rule. David Schwimmer doesn't. Uh, why would he? He's busy. I feel like you just made that up. Maybe I did. It's intuitively correct, though. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, I would believe you if you didn't fold as soon as I asked you if he does that. I agree or disagree. 
All right, what do you guys give Hereditary star-wise? Star-wise. Well, I'd say it has two stars in the movie. Tony Kalaski and Alex Wolf are definitely stars. The rest of the cast is really... Easton, that's going to be like a minute-long kind of pause for the audience to laugh. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, go ahead and leave like a 90-minute <laughs> gap right here. And if anyone who doesn't lose their mind laughing at that... Magna Carta, holy grail of a joke, can make it through. <laughs> then what's your rating? <laughs> hey, I made all of us chuckle, so <laughs> I'll count that as a win. Stupid jokes are my favorite jokes. And the only ones I know how to do. Um. So when I watched this the first time, I, get, I was debating always between like a three and a half or a four. But I've decided on my second viewing to give it a three and a half, which is pretty good to me. I say it's pretty good. Um, just the, I think, the splitting between two different genres uh, kind of just throws it off for me. But wonderful cinematography and acting. Um, and I just love the atmosphere of, of the movie. It's uh, just a overall great horror movie that I hope other other movies take inspiration from. I think I would also give it a three and a half. What do you think uh, Easton is going to give it? I like it. Well, this is one of my favorites. So, uh, and one of the two favorites I have of 2018 between this and Blade Runner 2049. So I actually gave this one a five star. I still think so. I've seen it a couple times or a few times and I still enjoy it every time. Uh, I, Maybe it's just because I, I like slower-paced movies and um, like movies that uh, really pick it up in the last 20, 30 minutes, like I said earlier. So uh, I've been a really big fan of it since I saw it in theaters uh, and then picked it up when it came out, watched it again, and then watched it again for the podcast, and I've liked it every time. Uh, a little bit of the, of course, um, mystery is gone after you've seen it, so it loses a little bit, but still... Uh, still a good watch, maybe a couple more times. So, um, but I try to make most of my ratings off of the first watch because you still have, um, like, you don't know what's going to happen next. And I think if for a lot of movies, if you know what's going to happen, it can kind of ruin the experience. So, um, that's why we put in the spoiler uh, siren. So, uh, yeah, I give this one, I guess, a lot higher of a review than you guys, but I give it, uh, I give it a five. One of my favorites of 2018. Wow. That's awesome. Nice. So, um, well, we've had a few weeks since our last episode. So what have you guys been watching, if any, if anything? Cooper, what have you been watching or are planning to watch maybe? Since I know you've been a little busy with life. I have been pretty busy. We finally just today got the, the okay to work from home for Corona. So... I'll watch some stuff in the background unless my coworkers are listening, in which I won't. Um, Taxi Driver is the next movie I plan on watching. It's one of my favorites. Uh, yeah, I know. You'll probably hate it. Um, last weekend, I watched uh, two movies on Disney Plus with some friends. 
I know one of them was Sky High. I'm trying to remember what the other one was. Oh, hell yeah. I love Sky High. You shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched this since I was 13, but I loved it when I was like 10. So, well, that doesn't yeah, I up. felt the same way. <laughs> I loved it when I was 10. I haven't seen it since I was 13. I didn't say I loved you it, when, think I was of it when you were 13. <laughs> All right, anyway. He's not on trial. I can't remember. We <laughs> Don't do it to him. Where's something else on Disney Plus? I can't remember what. Obviously, it wasn't memorable. Um, was the Fox and the Hound? Watched. No. Was it Toy Story 2? No, it was like a Disney Channel movie. Ooh, like, was it um the one with the space like girl? With the girl in space? No, Xenon? Yeah. No, we debated it, but we didn't. Was it, it double teamed? Was it stuck in the suburbs? No, I wanted to watch that one because I remember that one. That was a good one. Was it Snow Buddies? No. I, <laughs> you know, now that I think about it, I think we only watch one movie. <laughs> Playing us like a fiddle, dude. Playing us like a fiddle. Claire, my friend Max's girlfriend, watched Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen, I think. The one with Lindsay Lohan. My favorite movie. Megan Fox. So I saw the last, like, half hour of that. That counts. Uh, And I watched about an hour of Infinity War yesterday. Watched a fuck ton of Better Call Saul. Been slowing down because I was watching it on my phone and then I watched it on my big TV and I found out on Netflix it's in 4K and it looks amazing. Do you have a 4K? So I'm no longer watching it in 20 minute increments on my phone. Do you have a 4K movie TV? Do you have a 4K TV? I don't think so, no. but. Just looks better. It still looks nice. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. <clears throat> I was going to say, you know, you need to watch when you get a 4K TV if you do. Definitely. Yep. A lot of porn. <laughs> That took a turn. Cooper's a sick man. I assume it's 2001 A Space Odyssey. Yeah. yeah. We'll make s'mores. Better Step Brothers. Movie that was filmed in 1960. Hey, man, it looks beautiful in IMAX. Yeah, it's in 4K, fuck yeah. boy. Get out of here. It's digitally restored. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> digitally restored. It's- are, you, are you being the monkeys from the movie? No, I'm He's barking. He's being Cooper, Matt, Mad Cooper. Oh, Cooper, Cooper. You, what was your uh, what was your fun fact about the movie? You didn't do that segment. Uh, I did it last time. I forgot my fact. Oh, in the scene where Alex Wolf breaks his nose, he wanted to actually do that, but the director said no. What a jerk. Yeah. Really Come on, Ari Aster. Let yeah. the man have his moment. Oh, I also watched The Bachelor. That's, not that's over now. Yeah, that's actually why okay. we haven't been to record for a while is because Cooper is watching The Bachelor every night. It ended, though. That's not even a little bit true. <laughs> yeah. And then Love is Blind came out, and he had to he had to watch all that in one night. So I haven't seen that yet. I've seen about 30 seconds of it. Kristen? When, again, my friend Max is girlfriend claire was watching my it. wife is watching the, the circle it's like a netflix oh yeah i saw thing. that I, I haven't watched it but i saw it come on i i was like i want i kind of watched an episode i was playing animal crossing what is it i don't i can't tell you dude 
And I was like, <laughs> I was like, what, Kristen? What's she's like ten episodes in too? She's like ten episodes in, so it's pretty far. I was like, what's going on? She's like, I don't know, <laughs> but I want. I need to keep watching because <laughs> she's too far in. It's a game like, show. It's a game show where they like they'll try and catfish each other. That's like you reveal your real self. You're not out, and then you vote on people to like be blacked out of the circle. I don't. I don't know. I don't know anything. It's like that. Uh, yeah. It's like Blurns Ball. So it's something like that. Blurns. I watched yeah. the trailer. It's ball. like Blurns Ball, dude. If you know, you know. If you, I Y K Y K M F. Bronze Blurns Ball in the circle. That's all. If you know, you know. <laughs> I was going to say there's an episode of Friends where Joey's auditioning to play a game show host and he needs Chandler and Ross, you know what I'm talking about, to play the game so he can practice. Oh, yeah. But the rules are crazy like that. It's a wacky show. It's light. It's playful. Yeah. It's fun. It's, it's great. It's like the Brack Show. Yeah. <laughs> I've also been watching the Brack Show and a little bit of Beavis and Butthead. I didn't have internet for like a week, so I just had... DVDs of Brack Show, Beavis and Butthead, Chappelle Show, some Key and Peel. Nice. It's been a Magic good couple you. weeks. Yeah. Young Boob Grinding. Yeah, young Boob Grinding. So, um. So what have you guys been watching? So yeah. I. Yeah, so what have you been watching? So I went to New Mexico over spring break to see my brother and my new nephew. So. Nice. What about you, Easton? <laughs> so I actually watched um, what did I watch. I watched Barry Lyndon, which is a Stanley Kubrick movie. Uh, on the way there, it's like three hours long. It's so it made the drive go by pretty quick. Then I watched Knives Out. I'm still here, which is a mockumentary of um, on um. Oh Joaquin yeah, Phoenix Joaquin Phoenix making a rap career. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yeah. Um. Where did did you buy now, it or did you my, find it somewhere? My brother had it on some streaming service. Dang right now. It. It's pretty funny though. I've been wanting to see that yeah. for a while. Definitely recommend. It was on it, out. it was on Prime for a long time, but it got taken off by the time I wanted mm-hmm. to watch it. Rewatched Knives Out. That was good. That's a good movie. And then I wa- finished up Andre Rublev, which is a nineteen sixty four uh Russian historical movie about a icon painter. It's by Andre Tarkovsky, uh, and that movie was incredible. Probably one of my favorites. I gave that one five stars. So definitely slow, very meditative, but beautiful uh, is how I would describe it. So one of my favorites, definitely. So that's kind of what the highlights I've been watching. Um, so yeah, what about you, Easton? Um, Over the past, I actually took a, a little break from movies because I was watching quite a bit pretty fast. Um, so I pretty much took like, I didn't watch a movie for about a week, but uh, since then I watched a Netflix movie called set it up, which is just a stupid rom-com, but it was all right. And then I watched a couple uh, comedy um, specials. Tom Segura's new. Um, was it good? And then Burt Kreischer's. They were both good. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they were, they were funny. If you like their comedy style, uh, if you've liked their old specials, then you'll like them. I mean, they're, I they're saw good. Tom Segura when he came to Wichita last summer. Really? Uh, he came to Orpheum. Yeah, that might have been the one that I was going to go to, but uh, I couldn't make it. 
Do you have a dentist appointment? Um, Darn. And then Joe Rogan's coming in <laughs> December, and I might go to that one. Nice. Because I don't want to miss another one. The podcast guy? The Tom Shaker is okay. Yeah, the podcast guy. No. <laughs> no, he's a comedian. But he does so have a, a podcast. He does it's have funny a, that that's what you call them, though. Um, wait, I called him who? Me. I called him the podcast oh, oh. guy. Yeah, he is. I mean, he kind of is. He's the biggest podcaster. Um, us. But yeah, so I watched those two specials. And uh, I mean, I like those two. And then I watched Little Miss Sunshine, which a lot of people, I mean, it's rated pretty high. I don't know if any of you guys have seen him. But uh, I wasn't really a big fan of it. It has Steve Carroll in it and a couple other Steve Carroll. <laughs> oh, Easton. Steve Carell. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Um, and then Between the Two Ferns with uh, um, Zach Galifianakis. And uh, that one was funny. If you like dry humor, that one, that one was pretty good. But yeah, so pretty light over the past couple weeks, but uh, over the past couple of days, I've I've been watching a couple, and that's what I've been watching, along with a lot of Criminal Minds, because my, my wife wants show. to watch those, and they're they're decent. My favorite show. You like crime shows? Yeah. It's my favorite show. We you talking trash it's over there? Show. I love Criminal Minds. I don't like it. Well, it's not. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't have an opinion on it. It's, it's okay. Oh, so you haven't seen it? I've seen some stuff. I think everyone's seen an episode of oh, okay. Criminal Minds. I think that's just a yeah. universal. I thing. mean, if you grew, if you grew up, but yeah, in our era, there was always on like Ion Television or Channel Seven or whatever. I don't know. It was on your girlfriend's TV laptop. Times. Yeah. If you've dated a girl, you've seen an episode of Criminal mm-hmm. Minds. Mm-hmm. We've all been there, fellas. Mm, amen. Exactly. Just makes me want to crack open a beer and yeah. play tennis. And just talk about our criminal minds experience. Mm. So, uh, well, does anyone else have okay. anything to say? Cooper? I would say definitely go watch Death Note. Yeah. Um, yeah we didn't mention that before. Yeah. Honestly, if you want to hear my honest opinions... Uh, about Death Note, we need to do an abridged episode. <laughs> Thess off, off, uh, on the wall. We can definitely do a Death Note. I actually episode. never want to watch. I'm the movie. only one that hasn't seen I it. Never so. want. I don't even want to think about that movie because it's so amazing. Well, too bad. We can just review it off what we remember. <laughs> okay, that'd be sick, dude. I'll watch it for the first we, time. You guys can. We were vibing. Time while watching Dead <laughs> We had like 10 minutes left. <laughs> we're we, straight drinking milk yeah. at 5 a.m. <laughs> it was by Matthew, Cooper, and I. And <laughs> we had like 10 minutes left of the movie. We were playing a drinking game towards it. And we took a shot, but I didn't have any chaser. So we had milk. Milk? Yeah. Hold <laughs> oh on, my hold God. on. We were no. in my kitchen. It was like 4.30 in the morning. No. It was 4.30 in the morning. And we are like, that's some good milk. And so we're just sitting there. Straight vibing. Vibing. No one says like a word for like a minute. And we're just all sitting there just 4.30 a.m. drinking milk. And just, and then we just realized what we're doing. After a yeah. shot. And then, and then we were just like, what are we doing? And we finished the movie. It was like five minutes left in the movie. <laughs> it was pretty awesome. 
We'll make a special episode one day detailing the rules to the Death Note drinking game. I'm all ears. On our OnlyFans. <laughs> On our OnlyFans. Is, is that what the streamers use? Or we use or whatever? No, uh, yeah. Patreon is, is what you're thinking of. OnlyFans is the naked <laughs> people. No, OnlyFans is for a wide variety of people and activities, Cooper. Okay, it's generally associated with... Yeah, because they have no restrictions. Uh-huh. But yeah, we're definitely going to be on OnlyFans, so you can get that episode of OnlyFans. Interesting. Yeah, and watch Death Note. Yeah. And watch Death Note. Also, LJ, if you made it this far, I'm really sorry. <laughs> Our friend LJ likes to... Uh, live commentate his listenings of this podcast <laughs> through really frustrated DMs through Twitter. Yeah. Wait, so we don't get to see these? Come on. That's not fair, LJ. Come on, tweet at us. You want to, maybe we, I don't maybe we think should. we want that publicity. <laughs> okay. okay. He kind of, I feel like his relationship with us is like a car accident. Like he just can't look away. Oh, like the cal- I thought you meant like me and him and and you. No, yeah. his relationship with couch, <laughs> couch critics. Couch critics that makes more sense. So shout out LJ, yeah. shout out Tyler, shout out Applebee's, shout out AMC Theaters, shout out Jared. Fuck it. Mm, yeah, shout out Jared. It's actually one of his mm, favorite movies yeah. too. Um, so shout out Andy. Who? I don't know who? who you are, but you keep on telling me to follow you. I don't know who that is. Andy? Andy Warhol or whatever his name is? He's one of Andy guys. Warhol? It's a painter, dude. Yeah. He painted the Campbell suit. <laughs> He's been tweeting you <laughs> to follow dead. him? Yeah. He's dead, dude. He painted the Campbell suit. Andy Warhol. That's your... love your description of Joe Rogan and Andy Warhol. <laughs> the podcast guy and the guy who painted the Campbell suit. Andy Wilburn. I mean, he follows all of you and lives in the same city. I live in Stillwater and Cooper lives in uh, OKC now. So checkmate Easton. Okay. Jesus. He lives where you guys grew up. Tweet out my home address and social now. (laughs) Oh, sure. Yeah, we can do that. We can plug your address and social. What is also shout out? Um, those two guys on Twitter that follow us. Yeah, Tom and Trent. I can't remember their names. It's Tom and Trent. Yeah, Tom and Trent. Tom and... They're crazy. I would say uh, tweet at us if you've made it this far, but they're going to tweet at us anyway. So Follow Trent McCoy and Tom Thompson. <laughs> 069... <laughs> Something like that. 0698348. Eight two seven one. I don't if know. You don't find him, he'll find you. She always does. Yeah. They're the Couch Critics OG fans. Oh, yeah. They're so. the biggest fans. Yeah. And we're theirs. Yep. All right. Any last thoughts, anyone? Nope. I've been uh, sit I've on been the couch and watch some movies. Okay, well, we gotta plug real quick, Thess. <laughs> you're a little, Thess out. You're a little premature there. Love the enthusiasm. Absolutely love the enthusiasm though. Okay, uh, okay I think Cooper, where left. can we find you? 
I'm on Twitter at Codename Coop and Letterboxd at Codename Coop. Are you serious right now? What about you, Easton? Oh, that's back. <laughs> yeah, that's where yeah, we're you know find it. you. <clears throat> Sorry, I had to clear my throat for this one. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Dr. Thess. And then you can find me on Letterboxd. Uh, Thess. <laughs> Dude, this is a serious broadcast. Tens of people are going to watch this. Listen to this. (laughs) Literally dozens of people. Okay, let's not get ahead of ourselves here with this. Yeah. It's going to be archived in the Library of Congress (laughs) one day. Until now. Uh, So before Cooper rudely interrupted me, you can find me on Letterboxd at Kazak. My Letterboxd is just plugged into my Twitter, so... Find one, you find the other. Well, if you find my Twitter, you find Letterboxd. If you don't, you get it. You get it. You're smart. So that's where you can find me at. Easton, where can we find you? Uh, you can find my personal Twitter at EastonMore4. Um, and then on Letterboxd, it's also EastonMore4. And then, uh, of course, we'd love for you to follow our Twitter page. It is CouchCriticsPod. Um, so just on Twitter, we will tweet out all of our episodes. So if you want to know when our episodes are coming out and then we also try to talk about movies on the, uh, on the Twitter podcast page. So, um, if you've liked today's episode or like us in general, uh, just make sure to give us a, um, like and a review and, uh, maybe a four or five stars. Just, just saying that you like the podcast. Give it a three. Don't bother. uh, We're happy to be back. Yeah. Yeah. If you're going to give it below a four, uh, don't do that because it's going to hurt us. Um, no. Okay, just give us some... <laughs> uh, we're just out here having fun, so I'm uh, glad we can get back in here and, and do a podcast and review a movie, and uh, we'll try to get back in here and, and do another one soon. Um, so it's it's been fun. Um, so... Closing time. Us is singing a lullaby back there. Um, but uh, yeah, I guess that's our. That's wanted to do our sign off. So go for it, Thess. I know who. I know who I want to take me home. I know who you want to take me home. Okay, I'm gonna do the sign off. All right, <laughs> go go sit on a couch and watch some movies, guys. Closing time. Let's go, Couch Nation. Bye, guys. With Death Note muted.